Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to today's show. I cannot believe it is Sunday, March 1st. That is not right, people. That is already March. Though I'm sure most of you in the rest of the country are relieved that time marches on. Uh, whereas this morning here in Los Angeles, the, the weather reporter actually said that it was, you know, going to be a little frosty in the low 60s <laughs> today. Wow. So I'm embarrassed to even admit that to those of you who are out there suffering. Let me bring in my sisters, Lee and Dolan. You are in Pastina. Frosty 60s out there? It, oh, chilly. I got my Uggs on, Liz. <laughs> I guess they used the word chilly, not frosty, because obviously frost would have to be Dangerously cold. Dangerously <laughs> I know. We feel guilty. We really do, Minnesota. New York, Boston. Uh, Monica Dolan, you're in Portland, Oregon. How are you? Good, good. And you know, our weather headline today was warmest winter on record in Portland. It has just been nothing but sunshine, spectacular temperatures. I mean, spectacular for us. 55, sunny. It's been outrageous here. Wonderful. I'm sorry for everyone in New England. (laughs) But when I saw the picture of that frozen wave in Nantucket this week. I know. That's Do you see that? It was such a beautiful picture. It was so but didn't it just chill you to the bone to look at it? Like what it would take for that to happen. Yeah. Uh, I also saw a funny one that uh, clearly photoshopped of like giraffe's head sticking out of a snowbank. <laughs> Did anyone else see that? No. 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 Okay. I'll, I may, maybe somebody put that on our Facebook group uh, or maybe I saw it someplace else and I'll put it on our Facebook group. Uh, so speaking of which, we're the Satellite Sisters. If you want to be part of our community, we have a Facebook page, which is where we post all of our news. So please be sure to like that. We have a Facebook group where you can join and then you get to post whatever you want. So that's even cooler. So you should do that. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Sat Sisters. Uh, if you want to post on our blog, yes, we have a good old-fashioned blog. You can always listen to our show at SatelliteSisters.com and post your comments there. And then wherever you listen to our show, iTunes, Stitcher, if you listen from our website, if you listen from Facebook, what we really want to do is encourage you to Share the sisters. Share our show. Tell your friends. Post it on your own Facebook feed um, because we've we've really been building up the community a lot so far this year. Leanne, you can probably see that in all the new requests we get. It's exciting, isn't it? It, it is, Liz. Yes. It is. I have to feel – I feel like we have to keep reintroducing ourselves. Yes. New people walking in. It's like walking into someone's – you know, high school reunion. So it's just a reminder. People people are new every week. Okay, yeah, to that score. We are five real sisters. Three of us are here today. Julie is back on urban Nana duty in New York. Uh, so she's back in Brooklyn. And Sheila texted us this morning and said, Report cards are due, so she was. She really had to buckle down. She's oh, good because I was worried she had joined ISIS like everybody else this week. <laughs> I know it does. Very seem disturbing like... trend, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah, like I mean, oh, I'm 18. What am I going to do now? Hmm, I guess I'll join in a terrorist group. I don't. Very disturbing news stories this week. Really? So glad... Yeah. So that glad is not the case with doing... Sheila. No. Yeah. Okay. Third grade report cards. She's, uh, you know, she's safe at home. Uh, snuggled up. We have a big show this week. Uh, Leon, you're headed to a summit at the State Department. Can't wait to hear all about that. I can't believe it. I, I never do stuff like this. <laughs> Very exciting for me personally. <laughs> exciting news from Monica. Monica, you actually took the plunge. Technological Complete. upgrade in your life. Complete home technology upgrade. I'm going to tell you all about it. Uh, obviously, two major dress stories in the news this week. First of all, hashtag the dress, which we must discuss. And then Lupita's dress, which has miraculously returned, whatever. Uh, then we have some tricks for remembering your neighbor's names. Leon has some dog breed headlines because no show is complete without dogs. And I actually need some some dog advice. So uh, starting with Leon's trip to D.C. for some kind of 
summit. Tell well, us. First, first, I want to thank Audible Books for supporting um, Satellite Sisters. If you want to try Audible, if you're not an audiobook listener, but you are a podcast listener, chances are you're going to love Audible Books. So Audible is offering a free download and a 30-day trial for Satellite Sisters listeners. You have to go to the special URL to get this. It's audiblepodcast.com forward slash sisters audiblepodcast.com forward slash sisters. You can try one free audio book, try it out, see how you like it. We always like to recommend that books we're reading, books we're listening to. Monica and I both have books we have just started. Monica, what's on your to-read list this week? Uh, I have How to Build a Girl, all right, by Caitlin Moran. It's a novel coming of age about a young 14-year-old girl in 1990s, and she does a lot of misbehaving in the book, it looks like, um, but uh, it's supposed to be very funny, and I'm going to start that this week. Okay, well, the reviews say, Monica, imagine the bell jar written by Rizzo from Greece. <laughs> How to Build a Girl is a funny, poignant, and heartbreakingly evocative story of self-discovery. Well, that sounds great. That sounds like a fantastic audio book. Mm-hmm. I uh, have just started Funny Girl by Nick Hornby. Oh, I want to read uh, that. Very funny British writer. This book is actually set in the 60s. He also wrote An Education. Remember that great movie that yes. came out a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. So he used a lot of that research to actually create a novel. But it's real. It's about, um, it's about a female comedian who... Um, who is on a TV show in the 60s. and But she's also super beautiful. So it's sort of the problem of being beautiful and funny, but it's super lively writing, and I'm sure it's a great audiobook um, read by a good British actress. So we would like to recommend those two books, How to Build a Girl and Funny Girl. That's a, there you go. It's all about girls. All it about is. girls here at Satellite Sisters. It is. So check out audiblepodcast.com forward slash sisters. Thanks, Audible, for supporting Satellite Sisters. Um, so, and yes, I am going to Washington DC this week. I signed up to be part of this committee. Now <laughs> I did. we've talked to you about this in the past, yes. Leanne. you have a history of over committing to volunteer work, but this was something particularly interesting to me because it's an organization here in the U S the American women for international understanding, a very small NGO, just about 200 members who actually work with the state department to honor the International Women of Courage. And here's how it works. The State Department, ever since um, Condoleezza Rice instituted this program when she was Secretary of State, they identify 8 to 10 women internationally who are doing amazing work to uh, to improve the lives of women and children in their own home countries. Many of them are taking their lives in their hands at great risk to do things to support you know, economic equality or stop human trafficking or support you know, AIDS victims, things like that. And so the State Department identifies these women and brings them to the United States for um, a ceremony. And then our organization hosts a, quote, celebration for them at night. But really what we're able to do is provide these women with grant money that that they can take back to their home countries to support their work. And it's not a huge amount of money, but it's enough that they can safely get it back into the country. Uh, They can buy a new laptop or a new cell phone or, you know, use it for travel, whatever they need to do to support their work. So it's a, it's a twofer. There's the event that we're working on, the big celebration, and that's Wednesday night at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. And it's very small. It's only about 200 people. There's a lot of State Department people there, dignitaries, and then these international women of courage. And, and then that they, sounds great. That's yeah, really, it, really fascinating. Yeah. Well, apparently they introduced these women. It's very because it's super high security list. So I am the media liaison for our group, but we don't even get the names till about 24 hours before the event. Oh. They don't announce the names or the countries they're coming from or anything because they need to get these women in and out of the country safely. So uh, it's a little hard to do media when you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I found it to be quite a media challenge. <laughs> Well, I don't know who's going to be there or if they're going to speak English or if you can interview them. Would you like to cover the event? (laughs) I can say that. Uh, But they introduce each one and tell their stories. And then our organization gives an award to an American woman who's doing – 
sort of life-changing work abroad. And this year it's going to Lori Garrett, who's a journalist, uh, but she's really been on the forefront of the Ebola crisis. She is like a medical journalist specialist. She's uh, won Pulitzer Prizes for her work on, you know, previous work on Ebola and stuff like that. So she is our internationalism award winner. So there's a lot happening. There are going to be ambassadors there and other dignitaries and these international women of courage. So I'm very excited. I've never done anything like this before. You know, usually I'm at school bake sale situation. <laughs> you have totally upgraded or at least branched out. You know, all of those things are important. Your local yes. school yes. and international women of courage. Yes. Nice to see you can work both ends of the spectrum. That's yes. the power of the satellite sisterhood. It Very is. nice. It is. And so our committee who puts on the event, they are all Southern California based. So we'll all go to DC and there have been some great corporate sponsors like Deloitte helping us out to raise money and really increase the amount of monies that we can give these women. So our event is Wednesday night. And then on Thursday, we go to the actual State Department event. And they said they really buckled down on security this year. So we we weren't sure we were going to get tickets. And being the newest member of the crew, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to rate on the list, but I'm on the list. So um, so uh, the State Department, we go. And if John Kerry is available, he will give out the awards. Um, the First Lady Michelle Obama has been there every year. She says it's her favorite event. So she's there on hand as well. And so we get to see the 10 women. They get their big medals and sashes. And then apparently we get to have like a lunch reception at the State Department. <laughs> That's great. This is like you're in house of cards you're you're in an episode i like it and and the women who have been before like no they let you kind of wander around and you can see thomas jefferson's desk and they have all these great antiques and i was like wow so uh so i am excited to do both those things really looking forward to um you know hearing these women's stories i mean some of them they're incredible you know the work they're doing so much of it is social justice or they're on the you know a judge from guatemala got an award last year and she's trying to defeat like political corruption i mean they they are working hard so every time i think about whining about what i'm doing to support this organization i'm like oh just shut up Just shut up. Podcasting so. is not that hard. <laughs> so, so, uh, so next weekend on the show, you'll be able to tell us who they actually were. I will be able to announce who they actually are, but I am Liz going to be live tweeting from the event. I thought that would be fun. Satellite yes. Sisters is an official media sponsor. And um, so from the event Wednesday, I will be at, I'm going to live tweet from the at Sat Sisters Twitter feed. So uh, if you would like to follow along, you can go ahead and follow uh, the Satellite Sisters Twitter feed, at Sat Sisters. So the live tweet Wednesday night. And then we are allowed to tweet from the State Department. So I'll also be tweeting from the State Department. Oh. Um, so, yeah, apparently they actually have like a social media, the whole thing at the State Department. <laughs> <laughs> they believe in that. Well, it has been the source of, you know, several dozen revolutions That's over the true. past yes, few I'm years. Right. So exactly. I'm glad that they're on the, the social media case. Exactly. And I did just on a personal note have to do a complete outerwear upgrade because, <laughs> because like I don't even really have a winter coat anymore. All right. And I know the temperatures are meant to warm up in DC this week, but I did. I took the plunge and bought one of those down coats that everyone has the long down coat uh-huh. thing, you know, uh-huh. fashionable though. It's a DKNY. So it doesn't, I don't look like an abominable snowman. And then, um, but it's really supposed to warm up for the State Department event, and I think Julie would be very proud of me because um, I got a bright red trench coat. Oh, my God. She's going to look sharp at the State Department. That sounds good. Okay, so you have to tweet short. out a photo of you. Yeah. Maybe just posing on Thomas Jefferson's desk in your trench coat. <laughs> so I, I just can't – I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. So, Well, again, on the wardrobe thing – the, I have watched the first two episodes of season three of House of Cards because oh. that was released Friday. And I, I just find myself so obsessed with every single thing Robin Wright is wearing. <laughs> like if you want a wardrobe plan for life in Washington, D.C., you know, well, first getting her body would be the first. Reach. Right. <laughs> but every item of clothing she has on in that television show is so beautiful. And it's all just 
pale grays. Pale, like there's not a single print that has ever touched her body, Liam. There is nothing <laughs> that's she's her whole life is monochromatic. She like matches her bedroom in the White House. It, it is just but you gotta check out the actual garments she has on. Beautiful, beautiful. So does she wear a flag pin, Liz? Because I have not been able to secure a flag pin. And I, I don't know if that's too much or not. Yeah, no, I have not seen that on okay. her. Because okay. she doesn't really wear anything with lapels, you know. Oh, okay. She's, she's got those, you know, really good Michelle Obama arms. Right. And so she's in a lot of like tight sleeveless dresses. So I suppose you can put a flag pin on that too, but it's, you know, then <laughs> it would the be like sticking into your bony clavicle. Uh, <laughs> It'd be so much better on the red trench coat. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think so. It'll really get a standout. So yeah. I'm sure flag pins are just everywhere in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. So I figure I'll have time to pick one up when I arrive. But I haven't been to well, – I. I haven't been in Washington in decades. I mean, we did one work thing there once, like ten years ago. Remember? But we were there for like twelve hours, right? Yeah, I don't even. Didn't we go to some hotel somewhere and then flew out. So I, yeah, I haven't. I haven't even seen like the Vietnam Memorial. I haven't seen anything. So I haven't been there in decades. So I'm looking forward to the whole whole event, and I will fill everyone in. Phil and Monica, I am looking forward to hearing about your tech upgrade because if I'm going to be live tweeting from the State Department, what are you going to be using? I think I need something snappier than my current situation, which is a completely smashed iPhone 3. So on my list, three people, but it was $25 when I bought it like five years ago. And I think I've got my $25 worth out of it. So I am looking forward to hearing what you upgraded to. Well, so yeah, I had a big, big week. Uh, it wasn't just the phone. It was sort of everything in my house was upgraded. But the big news is I finally went out and bought an iPhone last weekend. Now, the reason I did is because I had a home phone that, oh, I was the last per- one of the last people in America to still have a home phone. But the home phone didn't work very well. I mean, I couldn't it was hard to even make calls or receive calls on it. <laughs> okay. What, what's so funny about this is the brand of phone, which will go unmentioned, we all have these bad phones in our homes because they were a sponsor of our show at one point. Yes. So, Le- so Leanne is constantly complaining about her home phone, too. Yeah. I, we have it, but you can't actually answer it or make a call. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> or make calls. And it was very frustrating. And then I was looking at my phone bill. And, you know, of course, they locked me into this low rate three years ago, and it just kept inching up, inching up. So I was paying $72 a month for a phone that barely worked. Wow. Only a handful of people called me. So I just needed something to sort of replace the home phone. Yeah. Plus, so that's why I went and got the iPhone. Plus, I would like to do some light texting. Just like <laughs> light texting. Yeah. And I I need GPS. I need a system. I need a GPS system badly because I'm getting lost. Um, I have to go places for work now that are outside of my usual zone and different towns in Oregon. So I really need someone to be yelling directions after me, like <laughs> four left and 500 feet. So uh, I marched right down there to the Apple store, waited in line till it opened, uh, and so I got Brett, he was my salesperson and I wanted to buy Leon the cheapest phone they had, which was the five C. Mm-hmm. So that is the one that comes in like bright neon colors. It, it was, it was designed, they want to sell them to teenage girls. So there was like the bright pink one, the bright turquoise one. And I thought that would be fine, but Brett talked me out of that. <laughs> so I got the iPhone five. S, okay. Okay. He said, but you know what? It, in hindsight, I could have done fine with the 5C. I mean, <laughs> he said, you're going to be in here next week wanting to upgrade. You're going to want to do so many things. I said, you know, Brad, he does not know you very well. <laughs> light, light texting. And I want to be able to make phone calls. Uh, <laughs> one thing I will say about this phone. Well, first of all, I'm absolutely in love with it. I mean, oh. oh, I just, I, it's the cutest thing. It's, I, I love it. It's just so much fun. Uh, I read the manual last night cover to cover <laughs> because after you buy the phone, then they send you over to another table at Apple. They hook you up with, uh, your startup specialist. And I had Theo extremely enthusiastic, <laughs> delightful. He took, 
45 minutes with just me and my new iPhone. And we did a whole, you know, navigated around the phone. He set things up for me. And when I, he said, now we can, you know, migrate your phone number and all your contacts over, uh, from your old phone. And so I, <laughs> Had he seen your old phone yet when oh, he said that? That's when I revealed the flip phone. And this is what Theo said, you know, Monica, don't worry. He said, I respect people who can actually manage their lives with something like that. <laughs> it's a special set of skills. I don't know how you manage your life. I said, Theo, I was managing my life, but now I'm ready to manage it a little bit better. So as it turns out, of course, the rotten $10 phone, they couldn't migrate anything over because Theo didn't have any of the right cables because it was so old. But that's all right. That's no problem. I I figured out how to get the major contacts into my phone. Um, so I had the big room. Everyone at work always makes fun of me because I have the stupid flip phone. So I can't receive – I receive texts, but I can't reply to them except to say, okay. It's just very cumbersome to text on the other phone. So I had the big reveal at work. Everyone was very excited for me. And then they just started giving me all these lessons on the fly. You know, we went around the work table at lunch, and everyone, you know, showed me how to use the flashlight. When I found out I could – talk to Siri and have Siri write my texts for me mm -hmm. so I could do audio texting. I mean, I was very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> so got a cute little case for it. So Liam, I think you would really enjoy uh, the iPhone, the 5S. Um, so the next thing I did when I got home is I upgraded my internet which was just on a cable. I, I got a Wi-Fi. Well, you know, they, let's put it, the, they sent me the Wi-Fi box like three months ago. <laughs> and I, I just never bothered to hook it up. But now that I need okay, Wi-Fi. You didn't have Wi-Fi? No, I did not have Wi-Fi, Leon. I have like a cable. E Ethernet. What, what works before? What was it before? Why well, don't you remember? There's the Ethernet cable, Leon. Oh. So, and so that was from back in the day when you did the radio show live from your second bedroom. Right. And that was that I, was your tech setup then. Right. That was my tech setup, and it's been my tech setup ever since. No, I can't. I don't have Wi-Fi in my house. Um, as, but now I do have Wi-Fi. I mean, the thing is, they they automatically they sent me the router, whatever you want to call it. I just didn't bother to hook it up. But now, I hooked it up, so I'm all I'm all, I'm all set, man. I'm I'm totally plugged in here. I was feeling so empowered. I called the cable company. <laughs> oh no! What'd you do? I just I didn't cut the cut the cable, Liz. Don't worry, I didn't oh. cut the cord. But I completely totally downgraded the the cable channels. Oh, um, you did? Yes, because I was paying too much money. So all of this was trying to save money, too. It was sort of upgrading with the phone and trying to save money. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already frame-bridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the frame-bridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and FrameBridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, 
great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... gonna be happy, okay? Yeah. And that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're gonna be out. You're gonna be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling there with your your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in in Bend for a part of the summer, I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what what I'm recommending. Yeah, (laughs) either way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz, right? Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... That's nice. That's nice. Nice to have something familiar there. (laughs) Yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for year offer. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Busting apps like Stitcher, you got to download Stitcher. Okay. Okay, because then it's the easiest access to your podcasts uh, that you can get. I have quite a few mapping. (laughs) Mapping apps. uh, Mapping apps. I know you do, Liz. Are good. I do. I do do my some of my banking on the mobile apps. So if I need to like pay my Amex bill or uh, check my bank balance, I have those apps on my phone. Those are the big ones for me. Monica, you probably enjoy like some of the movie time apps and things like that. So you don't have to. Okay. Make some tough choices. (laughs) No, I, I support you. It's all about personalizing your digital experience, right? That's what I've done. (laughs) Yeah, I was at a business thing last week where there was someone from Snapchat presenting on like, what is Snapchat anyway? And of course, she was like 12 years old, but she did have uh, stats. How many people like your Apple Store um, helpers, Monica, the like the generational difference of, you know, below a certain age, the first thing they do every day before they get out, before they get out of bed is look at their phone. I believe that. It's hard to resist. That's why I moved my phone into the kitchen when yep. I, where I charge it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, speaking it's hard to resist. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just stuff. You feel like there's always stuff happening there. There's just, It becomes your connection to the world. Right? <laughs> I, I do. I can see that with my sons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Colin's on Reddit all the time. Like that's his, you know, that news source. And he looks at that on his phone and yeah, he's, we're watching the news in the morning, but he's reading the news on Reddit instead. Like he would rather just watch it on the phone. I don't know. (laughs) Well, at least he's into the news. That's yes. That's right. That's right. Um, All right. Well, speaking of other tech news, I, I believe we have to address the issue of hashtag the dress. Yeah. Now, uh, this is, Major number one work lunchroom discussion topic on Friday. I know it was at my place. Monica, at your place? Oh, yeah. Everyone talked about it. Yeah, we and, – and I was surprised that even the people that I didn't think were normally plugged into the internet and stuff had, had heard of it. So – and we went around the table about okay. the dress. Okay, and, and what, what color did you see? 
Oh, I saw white and gold. Yeah, me too. Totally. I don't. I can't even imagine how people saw anything else. Leanne, what did you see? Uh, well, first of all, I completely missed this when it was happening. I have been very, very busy writing and doing, working on like multiple projects this week. So actually there was like entire days this week when I did not really look at the internet. And that was one of the days, the dress and the llamas, I, llamas on the lamb. I totally missed that story. Oh, that was I, a good news story. I, I would have so loved that. Like that would have been taken up my whole day. So I was playing catch up with the dress. I didn't know what it was. I actually saw a very light blue and gold. Oh. Not a dark blue, but it was not pure white for me. It was not white and gold. It was so. white and gold for me. It was just so interesting, I think. And, you know, like at our lunchroom table, there were 10 people. And, like, like what color is this? <laughs> I just thought they must have different, I don't know, pixels in their eyes. I don't know what's in your eyes that, you know, are, I was like, are you colorblind? I mean, what is going on here? Well, part of the scientific explanation, which I won't attempt, but I know the part that I did understand is it's really nothing about your eyes. It's about your brain. So I'm not sure they're... Oh, that, that's good, Liz. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, really, that like narrows it down. That's yeah. a good explanation. It's not your eyes. It's your brain. And it's just, like, a, yes. I just read that the dress like sold out at that store, the blue black version, like the woman who owned the dress shop, she had gotten just inundated with orders for the dress. So... Okay, well, I want to consider it, Liam, for that State Department dinner this week. (laughs) (laughs) It did suck up the entire internet for 24 hours. There's just that. It's its own fascinating phenomenon. Yeah, there's no scientific explanation for that, why that would happen. Um, But the other major dress headline was the. Lupita Nyong'o Oscar dress heist. Have you guys been following the news on this? I love this story. Okay, this I love. So Lupita Nyong'o wore that unbelievably gorgeous dress made of pearls on the Oscar red carpet. And then it mysteriously disappeared from her hotel room at the London Hotel in West Hollywood. And when I read the first headline that somebody had stolen that dress, I thought, why would anyone steal that dress? First of all, no one in the world is going to be able to fit into it. <laughs> like, and secondly, where would you wear that that people wouldn't know that was Lupita Nyong'o's dress? <laughs> right, Liz. You know, but like, no, didn't you think they kept saying it's worth $150,000? So well, I, I assume they, just, they would try to sell it. Yeah, it was, take the dress apart for the pearls. Pearl well, that is apparently, see, I thought, why would you take the dress apart? Because You it, did? Well, just because it exists as a work of art, as a dress, it would be like scraping all the paint off a painting and selling the paint chips, you know, but, (laughs) but apparently I was wrong. You're right, Leanne. That's exactly (laughs) what they intended to do, that they wanted to, um, just break the pearls apart and sell the pearls. So uh, allegedly what they did now is the thief took two of the pearls from the dress and they took them down. He took them down to the garment district in LA, in LA for appraisal. And that's when he figured out that they were totally fake. So the, so this Which whole, all this dress hype about how much the dress was worth was just hype. It was, it was none, of it, hype. none of it was ever true. Not a single one of those pearls were actual pearls. But one detail we know now, everybody was wondering, like, how did they get the dress out of the hotel room? Yeah, how did they? There's surveillance video all over a hotel. They threw it out the window, Leanne. That's <laughs> Yep. So threw it off her balcony at the hotel, and there was someone below who apparently was waiting. Uh, then they took off two pearls, had it appraised, realized like they were idiots, right? Of course they weren't real pearls. So then they took the dress back to the hotel and like dumped it somewhere in the hotel. I forget where. And then apparently they called TMZ to tell them where they put the dress. So all of that. It was, you know, it's just another one of those headline stories that thieves are, I guess, just not that smart. And TMZ makes the point that also in the hotel room, the thing they did not take was her Oscar gift bag, which was worth (laughs) (laughs) $125,000. Then they are idiots. But I really, I was much happier imagining a real person in the real world trying to wear that dress somewhere. That just made me laugh. To imagine somebody trying to pull that off because nobody would ever, ever, ever be able to fit into it or wear it anywhere. So um, anyway, it makes, I forget who the designer was, but it kind of makes them look like total idiots too. 
right? right? Because right. they were just lying. Right. And if you're Lupita, anyway, whatever. Okay, that was... Uh, I don't really believe any of those, like when you hear the jewels worth like, $20 million and stuff. Or, oh, and I heard then they had people on, fashion experts, oh, this is going to mean, you know, there's going to be security on the red carpet when you're wearing a dress. This expensive people will be following you. Apparently not anymore. <laughs> no, nope, that's not going to happen either. Apparently they already figured out what to do about that, which is the dress is fake. I mean, real dress, fake pearls, like all those. So you're thinking like all those far off crystals yeah, they're always talking all about? Yeah, it's Those numbers first, they give us, it's all a lie. Also we, not real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, dress is in the news. We'll see what happens next week. Maybe it will be Liam's trench coat in the news. <laughs> yeah. $99. <laughs> Plus minus 20%, minus like an extra $10. It was like free, the trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. You know at Macy's, if you go and like yes, you're wearing like red stuff. and it's before yeah. ten, and you give them that coupon, it was free. It was essentially, <laughs> and the down coats they're just giving away here. I they just Macy's. right after Christmas. That was crazy cheap. <laughs> all right. So oh, okay, sisters. I I have a real problem. Need your advice. So um, I'm having a real problem remembering my neighbors' names. And I'm just going to lay it out for you. Uh-huh. It's the couple across the street, and then there's a woman down the street. So these are the three names, Sean, Ryan, and Kelly. Oh, yeah. So Did, they're just too close. Yeah. They're two. So they're three Irish names, and Sean, Kelly, and Ryan, they could be a man's name or a woman's name. Mm-hmm. Do you see how difficult this is for me? Yes, I do. I, I don't know who's who. Um, I know two of them are a couple, and they're the people that live across the street, and they're extremely nice, wonderful neighbors. And remember, these are the neighbors that, you know, I smashed my car into their house last year. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. So You don't remember their names? I don't remember their names. <laughs> and they're a couple. And they are Sean and Kelly, but I don't know. I can't remember which is the woman and which is the man. <laughs> it's so terrible. So, and then Ryan is another neighbor who lives down the street. So sometimes I think Kelly's name is Ryan and I've called her Ryan before. So now what happens is, and it's really rude of me. I never use their first names and I, I get all, like I saw Kelly at the grocery store the other night and I got all hot in the face and panicky when I saw her. Cause I was like, is her name Sean or Ryan? I just, so I didn't use her name and I think it's really, really rude. And so I know there was a story this week about how to remember people's names. And this, they interviewed this woman that was a concierge at a famous hotel. And she said, you need to make your brain like a camera and take a picture of them and then associate something with them to remember their names. And then they tell you when you're introduced to someone for the first time, you should always use your name, their name. Like when they say, she says, my name's Kelly. I was like, Kelly, wonderful to meet you. Kelly, what do you do for a living? So um, I, I, sort of tried all those things, but I'm afraid to even say their names because mm-hmm. I'm afraid I'm going to get it wrong. So here's what I've decided to do. I have a system in my house <laughs> when I want to remember something really important. I, you know, write things down on notepads and sticky notes, stick them on my computer. But if I have something essential, I write it on a sticky note and then I tape it to the front door at eye level. (laughs) And then I put the tape over the door so I cannot open the door, you know, without looking at the note. And these are for essential things. Like if I'm going on a trip, I put laptop wallet or something like that. Or if I need to bring something to work that day, you know, providing, doing the breakfast thing, I'll put bring breakfast. Uh, so I have now put a sticky note. I, I, I have confirmed Sean is my neighbor. Who's the man. Kelly is his wife and Ryan lives down the street. So, so Sean and Kelly are directly across the street from me. So I've now Put Sean and Kelly in little stick figures of a man and a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Tape 
taped my front door at eye level. Now, there'll be a problem if Sean and Kelly come in the house. <laughs> yes, they might think that's a little weird. But like I think you're targeting I, I, them for something. I think I need like a daily, weekly reminders of what their names are so I can start addressing them by name and be a better neighbor. Yeah. Well, can I, I make, can I make one suggestion? This. Yeah. The, sometime now that you have the technology, take a picture of the note with your iPhone. Okay, Liz. So then you always have the note with you, Monica. All right. And then it's always in your camera roll. And I find that taking pictures of things I want to remember, like where am I parked in a shopping mall, things like that, the the iPhone is incredibly useful for that. So then it means you just always have that little sticky note with the stick figures with you when you need to refer it. Like say you're, you're in your car and you pull up in front of your house and they're out in the street and you just want to go over to say hello and you don't want to run in, open your front door and look at the back of the front door and look at the sticky note. You could, while you're still sitting in your car, just call up your camera roll and refresh your memory. Liz, that is such a good idea. I'm wondering if Siri can help me in any way. If I tell Siri who my neighbors are, maybe she yeah. can remind me. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have Great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. Do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Lee and Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when my hair's really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you're the boss. I'll take it. (laughs) You tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leans. Okay, and I'm I'm using it. Pros mm-hmm. isn't just better for you; it's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty free, and the first and only carbon neutral custom beauty brand. So, pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day... Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. Skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Undaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself. (laughs) 
because you're worth it. <laughs> that's, that's true. That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SAT Sisters at OseaMalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. That's, I, I don't know if Siri is teachable, but I, <laughs> I just don't know. I, you might want to try that. I might want to go back to the store and ask. I might want to talk to Theo about that. Yeah. Call my man Theo and ask him. But good idea, Liz. Take a picture. So that's, that's how exactly we- what I was going to suggest. So there you go. I think it is the way to remember it. Yeah. Then you can just look at it every day, even if you're not at home. Um. <laughs> All right. Very quickly. I know we're running out of time here. I want to uh, get to the um, top 10 dogs that are losing favor in America. Oh, no. <laughs> How could that be? It seems to me that dogs are just proliferating like all dogs are gaining favor. I know. Well, apparently these dogs, there's actually, you know, a rating system and dogs moving up and down. And these dogs have lost the most number of places in terms of popularity. And they're all adorable dogs. The Scotty, the Scottish Terrier, they're adorable. They They are. Chihuahuas, I kind of understand. They peaked a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And when you go to pounds, there are a lot of chihuahuas in pounds, uh, unfortunately. Yes, Cocker spaniels, really, think about it. When was the last time you saw a Cocker spaniel? That's true. I never thought yeah. about that. I haven't seen a Cocker spaniel in quite a while. How about the Sharpay? Did anyone, I, I was surprised they were ever fairly popular, but the Sharpays have dropped. In. I do love them, though, whenever <laughs> I see them. Yes. Like, the only time you ever see them is the dog shows, right? You just don't see them out and about on the streets. Um, but I love the way they look. Love a Sharpay. I worked with a woman once and she was kind of neurotic and she bought a Sharpay and the Sharpay was also neurotic. So the Sharpay was too skinny to even have the the saggy skin. Okay. So it was the Did different... she have the saggy skin? It was like a Sharpay without the wrinkles and it was oh, a very well, odd looking dog. Yeah. All right. Basset hound, basset hounds, like those oh. are funny dogs, but well, they're, they're very low to the ground. It's there. I have two a pair of basset hounds right around the corner from me, and it's one of the breeds that Ferris goes a little nutty when he sees. He's not a fan of the basset hound, and I'm not sure why. Well, he'll also be glad, Liz, that the pug is dropping. In oh, popularity. you know how he hates pugs. Yeah, You've he seen pugs. his pug reaction. All right. You know who else is dropping in popularity? Toto, the Cairn Terrier, is, uh, has dropped really oh, way I off the radar. Them. That's not right. Yeah, I love them too, Monica. And then this is no, this is a big dog. The Grand Pyrenees, that's just a big dog. So I think it's... Who's got room, dogs. really? You need a lot of room. And they have um, weak hearts, so they can't really do much either. Uh, uh, this surprised me because I like Lasso Opsos. But the Lasso Opso dropping, uh, dropping. And then finally... The dog dropping the most in popularity, I guess it's peaked because it's a Pekingese. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy headline. Thank Pekin- you. is peaked. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've seen one of those, too. And really, there's no actual connection between good dog and popular dog or good dog. I mean, maybe people are just getting more uh, rescue dogs, you know, that they yeah. don't have to be purebreds anymore. But or they're, they're into these designer combinations, you know. Right. like Which cock- are really just mutts. Like cocker spaniels may be down, but cockapoos you see a lot of. Right. right? And labradoodles. Mm-hmm. And right. so people are trying to improve. Puggles. Yeah. You see puggles. <laughs> right. The bug and the poodle. Puggle. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's bad news for some of those breeds. But um, I did I did need a little dog advice from you guys. You know, uh, my dog Ferris has had some up, ups and downs with his health, but lately he's been pretty healthy. Until like Friday, he went back on a hunger strike, which he is, uh, which he does from time to time, where he just all of a sudden stops eating anything I put in front of him. So the usually the cure for that is just a little roast chicken. You know, and uh, nope, he rejected the roast chicken. Then my next go-to food, I went to Pavilions yesterday morning and got the sliced deli turkey. 
that he usually finds irresistible? <laughs> nope. Would not eat the sliced deli turkey. Has rejected the Swiss cheese and the salmon jerky. Oh. So, I don't know. So, now it's been 48 hours of nothing. Oh. So, not sure where to go next. Leanne, I believe at one point... Didn't you cook him some chicken thighs that really yes. helped yeah. him when oh, he was chicken and rice would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He enjoyed the roasted chicken thighs. That's what I was making him when he was going through chemo. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm going to have to do a little, a little more shopping for him today because uh, he's just, you know, just very low energy and not really interested in consuming most of his favorite foods. Even this morning when we went for a walk, there was a cookie just laying on the sidewalk. <laughs> just, a, just looked like just an oatmeal cookie. And, you know, most dogs would just snarf that up. Yeah. That, no. He walked right by the cookie without even acknowledging it. So, um, yeah, going to have to get some, try some new treats, see how we can get him back on track. Little Ferris, we can do that. Aww. Oh. But you know, he, he usually he usually bounces back. Yeah. You know, you saw him last weekend. He looked pretty good, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he for, did. For I mean, an he's, old dog? He's aging, right? Yes. He's aging now. You know, he's clearly an old dog. So, uh and they have good days and bad. Yeah. Don't we all, really? I mean, <laughs> I had a bad day yesterday. I felt like <laughs> Sheila yesterday. <laughs> It's just so it was like there was some gastro something was happening to my my organs. I don't know what it was. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'll say. I woke up a different person today. Okay, well that's good. All right. Well, uh on that note we can wrap it up. I guess the big news is that you will be live tweeting from a new phone from the Ooh, State Department yeah. uh this week. So if you don't already follow us on at Sat Sisters, sounds like it's gonna be a big week on our Twitter feed. We don't Yeah. We haven't yeah, really I'm attempted something like that before. I like no, it. No, I know. <laughs> Normally, it's just random things that you or I decide to uh, to either tweet or retweet. So this is an actual Twitter event, planned event, planned event. And I guess, yeah, I'll, I think I think the hashtag will be I Walk 2015. I W O C 2015 hashtag I walk 2015 international women of courage. So there okay. you go. Monica, have you tried Twitter yet on your new phone? Uh, no, but I'm taking some notes right now. Hashtags. That's a whole level above where you have been operating. You Can might have to help me with that. <laughs> you might have to go to hashtag school back at the Apple store. I'm I sure know. They, don't they have iPhone class? Yes, they do have iPhone class. And I signed up for one last week, uh, but I missed it. Uh, <laughs> they laid it work. So I have to sign up for another one. Okay. And you know, someone's like, you have to go to a class. I was like, I want to. It's, this is this is Apple, man. This is the cult of Apple. This is how they suck you in. They offer free classes. The I next know. thing you know, you're going to be getting a watch. <laughs> An iWatch. <laughs> a Fitbit. All right. So uh, we're the Satellite Sisters. Remember, uh, like our Facebook page. We post all of our news there. And you can join our Facebook group. We were just talking about we're on Twitter at, at Sat Sisters. Um, we do have a website. Good old-fashioned website, SatelliteSisters.com. And wherever you listen to the show or uh, or download it, we love it when you review our show and when you share it on. So if we pop up on your Facebook feed and you just want to share that with your own Satellite Sisters, that is great for us. So, okay, you guys, have a big week. Sounds Thank like, you, Liz. Sounds like there's a lot going on in the Satellite Sisterhood. So we're the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget, call your sister.